Hey, City Church family. Welcome to another episode of City Church Together. Today, we are continuing in our Friday mini-series on prayers for our people. I'm joined by Dustin Walker, our Families and Communities Pastor, and we're going to talk about what he's been praying through this pandemic. So let's jump into the conversation. So Dustin, what have you been praying for in this time? As I've thought about community over the years, I've looked to 1 Thessalonians 3 a number of times. Um, and of course, now it's kind of taken on a different layer of meaning. Um, so let me just read uh, the passage here, and then I'll talk about it a little bit about some things that, that God's been showing me recently. So 1 Thessalonians 3, starting in verse 6, and I'll read through verse 13. Paul writes, but now Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news about your faith and love. He reported that you always have good memories of us and that you long to see us as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and affliction, we were encouraged about you through your faith. For now we live if you stand firm in the Lord. How can we thank God for you in return for all the joy we experience before our God because of you, as we pray earnestly night and day to see you face to face and to complete what is lacking in your faith? Now may God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, just as we do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. And so I've, I've read this passage a number of times before and always been struck by how much Paul goes on to say, essentially, like, I miss you guys. I uh, want to see you. Uh, he acknowledges that this, this church, this body of believers wants to see him. Um, and just how that points to the genuine kind of fellowship and community that, that the Lord had created between them. And I've always thought of that as like, man, that is the goal. That's the goal. I want our church. I want to, and I've always wanted to see that kind of community happen, especially in our church. Um, but now, of course, that's taken on a whole new level, a whole new layer of meaning, um, being able to see one another face to face is certainly more important now than ever. And I think we, we acknowledge that it's great to see each other on a screen. Um, it's great to be able to hear someone's voice uh, on a phone call. Um, but being able to be in another's presence, uh, I think, just kind of shows us that, man, physical presence does actually matter. And um, we are longing for that because it's been removed from us. I think it, it just kind of shows our need for it even more. Um, but despite all of the hardship that Paul is kind of acknowledging here of his longing to see this group of people, this group wanting to see him, um, he doesn't make it a pity party. He doesn't make it like this obstacle that, you know, like, well, if this we can just get past this, then everything will be fine. I mean, I'm astounded now as I read this to see how much gratitude that he has, how much he's encouraged by hearing of the faith that Timothy is sharing of this group of believers. Um, he's praying for them to continue growing in their faith. And so I think of that now and think, man, 
you know, we've been removed from each other and it's easy for me to think, well, once we're able to gather together, then we'll be able to go back to this. But I'm I'm kind of challenged now by reading these words that I need to be thankful now for what I'm seeing God do in other people. Um, I I need to express that to them. I need to uh, be praying toward the end of our love for one another growing um, within the church and for people outside of the church. Um, rather than just longing to see people face to face, which certainly is a part of, of Paul's uh, communication here, that's certainly a part of it. But he makes a point to say, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to be thankful for you. Um, and, and building that community, which was not built on just presence, it was built on the grace of God and being able to see the grace of God in another's life, being able to hear about it, I think now more than ever is is a challenge for us. I love that, Dustin. How can we as a church pray for that cultivation as we transition back into more regular rhythms of community? Yeah, so for us to, I think, to pray through this, we need to allow God to first open us up to how have we viewed community and fellowship um, in the past, um, it's it's very easy to recognize, to become self-aware of my lack of friendship, my lack of connectedness to other people, and to see like, oh, I really do need other believers in my life. And so that tends to be the initial thing that I think drives people to want to get into a community group or to find a group of people to be able to share with. Um, but that can turn over time and become a very self-interested, self-centered kind of thing um, that I'm going to use community to fill a void that I feel like I have in my life. So I'm going to use community for my purposes, which actually ends up destroying community. Like uh, that, It's so ironic, but when we want community so much uh, because we don't have it, it's like we never actually get it. Uh, so I think the challenge first is to pray that that God would reveal some of the th- ways that maybe we viewed community uh, wrongly. Um, maybe some of the things that we've pursued in trying to build fellowship with other uh, people have been s- self-centered, self-interested kind of uh, things. Um, and allow God to expose that. So first, I would just challenge us to pray that God would expose um, our dark uh, kind of reasons for wanting community. Um, and secondly, I think coming out of that, the thing that we should pray for is for God to reveal the way that he has been at work in other people's lives. Um, to get our eyes off of ourselves and to pray for other people genuinely thanking God specifically for the ways that we've seen God at work over the last couple of months, over the last six months, year, a few years. Um, And furthermore, to express that to people, to be able to share that with them in person, over a text message, uh, through a voicemail, um, even just writing a letter. And of course, when we get together face to face again, to be able to continue doing that. So being thankful and finding gratitude, um, for God being at work in other people, because that's always encouraging to see God at work. Like, okay, this is real. Like God is actually still at work. Um, I can doubt 
you know, when I read scripture, when I'm praying, when I'm thinking about, you know, the things that Lord's, the Lord's doing in me, I can kind of doubt like, God, is that you? But then I'm reminded when I hear that God is doing a similar thing or a greater thing in someone else, that excites me. So ask that God would open our eyes to see those kinds of things in our community right where we're at and pray that God would continue to increase and overflow our love for one another and for everyone. Thank you for that, Dustin. Would you mind leading us in prayer as we close out? Absolutely. And I'll just really just pray along with the way that that Paul is praying here. Father, would you direct our way back to one another? Would you cause us to increase and overflow with love for one another? Cause us to increase in love for everyone. Lord, make our hearts blameless in holiness. Prepare us for not just being able to be reunited with each other, but to prepare us to be with you forever. Lord, that's the end. Lord, I thank you that you want to dwell with us permanently, eternally. Prepare us as a people. Show us your grace in our lives, in one another's lives. Let us be encouraged by the work that you're doing, and let us call that out in one another. It's in Christ's name I pray. Amen.